The Nationals announce an eight-year, $50 million extension for Kbert Ruiz. Gotta love that. Let's talk about it next on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. Let's go! Minicast Media. 10,000! Your number one source for Nats talk, updates, and insider information. This is the Talk Nats Podcast. Hello and welcome in to this edition of the Talk Nats Podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. So when you're using your podcatcher of choice, make sure and hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you will know when the new podcasts are available. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Talk Nats. So in this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, some great news for your Washington Nationals as they sign Kbert Ruiz to an extension. Eight years, $50 million. That was the kind of news that I was looking for to kind of help solidify the catcher position, to give this team a bit of an identity. And I think that they get that in large part by inking him to that extension. The Nationals will announce an eight-year, $50 million extension with Kbert Ruiz on Saturday afternoon. A source familiar with terms confirmed this evening, a move that not only locks up the young franchise catcher, but represents the first financial commitment of this time by ownership since it began exploring the possibility of selling the club rights mass and so you know one of the things that is spoke of often about this nationals team is they lack an identity they lack a cornerstone i think that this is just one of the first big names to ink a a long-term deal as this team is looking for an identity they're looking for keystones to build on for their future Um, and this is paying dividends it's a return that they got in that max scherzer trey turner deal so even though even though that was hard to get over at the time uh, to see these building blocks come to this team and help uh, kind of just give a face to the future of the nationals is a really thing the deal which was first reported by wow deportes locked ruiz up long before he would have become a free agent he was under club control for five more seasons so this buyout uh, those years plus three years of free agency keeping him in washington through at least 2030. And, you know, before uh, Ruiz uh, was one of the guys that, um, you know, was an everyday catcher for the Nationals, there was a bit of, you know, change in catcher. You know, it kind of there hasn't been a really solid catcher for some time for the Nationals, you know, one for many years. I know they had Suzuki who was in and out of there and that kind of thing, but. Just taking a look uh, at the catcher position, I think to to solidify a, a really important position because we know the dynamic between the catcher and the pitcher there. So a big thing for me, it's the first time the Nats have been able to convince a young player to sign an extension of this type since Gio Gonzalez agreed to a five-year, $42 million deal immediately after he was acquired from the Athletics via trade in December 2011. The only other club in club history to resign a comparable extension was Ryan Zimmerman, who signed a five-year, $45 million deal in 2009. So 
you know, just kind of looking comparatively, Gio Gonzalez had some good years with the Nationals. Of course, Ryan Zimmerman will forever go down in Nationals history, in my opinion, as one of the all-time great Nats. Uh, but just a really great thing. And you know the other guy they got in the deal, Josiah Gray, which I know that we haven't um, seen him totally fully live up to his potential. I think that he's going to be one of the key starters out there as well. So some positive news for me as a Nats fan, uh, just uh, seeing these acquisitions that have been brought to this team and to see them kind of, you know, live up almost, you know, to the potential that we thought they were going to be. I know that, you know, Ruiz is still working on his game and he's not totally where he needs to be yet but I think that you know in time he is going to just be that one missing piece that the Nationals were looking for all right so after the break here we will continue to talk about ultimately what does this mean for the Washington Nationals and do I expect any other players to get extensions of that nature we'll talk about that next News. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using promo code MINUTECAST for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all the stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the beard hedger this thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces first off this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that's right a face grooming doesn't need to be hard get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard plus it's waterproof so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink get 20 percent off and free shipping with promo code minutecast at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use promo code M-I-N-U-T-E-C-A-S-T, Manscaped, Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. And now a special promo for Talk Nats listeners. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is now open. Located just two blocks from Nats Park in a premier waterfront building on 230 Water Street Southeast on the first floor. Come train like a champion. And how's about a special promo for the local Talk Nats listeners to get their first class free using code MayweatherNats23. That's promo code MayweatherNats23. Or just call the studio or stop by and tell them you want the Nats discount. All right, welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. So, just talking about Kbert Ruiz and what he means for the Nationals going forward. Um, kind of one thing of note here is it's interesting to me as a fan that you saw this deal come to light shortly after he left the Boris group. And what do we know about Boris? Uh, he was represented Juan Soto. And subsequently, you know, what he told the Nationals is, you know, you can go ahead and make us an offer, but, you know, never was really willing to listen. He said that he wasn't going to extend Soto to a long deal. The interesting thing for me now is, though, that uh, they're open to that conversation in San Diego. So it's interesting that uh, Kbert Ruiz moves uh, to the Octagon. 
and uh, all of a sudden a deal was brokered. Interesting, which announced two weeks ago it was now representing him, Octagon, that is. The Nats had struggled for years to lock up Boris Kleins to long-term deals, ultimately losing Bryce Harper and Anthony Rendon to free agency and trading Juan Soto. At last summer's deadline, they did twice re-sign Steven Strasburg, another Boris client, though it lasted a $245 million extension has become a huge albatross for the organization due to the right-handers' injuries. And again, you know, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. We are talking about Kbert Ruiz, but there's got to be, you know, at least uh, in part some buyer's remorse on the Steven Strasburg deal, if you think about it. I mean... Not necessarily his fault, but he has struggled with injury uh, pretty much ever since that new contract. So it's one of those things that's to be wary of. And, you know, one of the things for Boris and his corporation is he's just getting a reputation, you know, around baseball as just being, you know, a guy that's difficult to deal with. And um, I don't know what uh, the impetus was for Ruiz switching from Boris to Octagon, but I'm happy that he did because it's my belief that if he would have not done so, um, trying to ink him to a new, longer deal would have been difficult. But, you know, that's all, you know, perforary, tertiary stuff here. What I'm worried about here is just, you know, him being on this team and um, for the long term and, you know, to solidify the catcher position. Ruiz also became the first player to sign anything beyond a two-year deal with the Nats since the Lerner family began exploring a potential sale of the franchise last spring. So what does that mean for the Lerners and the Nationals? Uh, what is the future of the ownership for the Nationals? You got to think at least in part that's why it's been difficult to get some big names to come here because they want to know who the ownership is. Uh, listen, we talked about that on the podcast um, before on the Washington Nationals Minutecast where we talked about Juan Soto and, you know, potentially his indecisiveness about wanting to come back here, not knowing what the face of this or the leadership group of this team is going to be. Uh, so it's interesting if things have potentially changed with the learners, what that kind of uncertainty uh, hovering over the entire organization that had long been wondered if either a player or ownership would be willing to commit long term with that larger situation uh, until it was resolved. So another player they have to think about is Josiah Gray and what is the future for him on this team. Uh, just looking at his current contract, Josiah Gray signed a one-year contract with the Nats, including an annual average salary in 2023. Gray will earn while carrying a total salary um, and just, you know, are they going to extend his contract out even further? Uh, I guess it remains to be seen. It just, you know, it's one of the building blocks that we acquired um, in that whole Max Scherzer, Trey Turner deal. And, you know, if they can get that kind of production out of Josiah Gray, it's going to be interesting. Just taking a look at his earnings, Josiah Gray, that is in 2022, he made $703,500 uh, in two seasons, $2,276,525. So, um, you know, being that this team has struggled you know, in the starting pitching department, you know, for the last several years. Uh, if Josiah Gray ultimately um, lives up to potential, he is another player I think they should lock up as well. So some interesting days ahead for the Nats, to be sure. 
My big takeaway on this whole thing is that uh, I am positive about this going forward, that they found a way to uh, have Ruiz here to be here and for another eight years. That is promising uh, for me that they're starting to take care of some of these players. Uh, it's interesting here, they even talked about in Mass, and it's the kind of deal the Nats have watched over organizations, most notably their division rivals in Atlanta, pull off routinely in recent years. Now for the first time, they've managed to pull off one of their own, perhaps, establishing a new trend as they attempt to climb the mountain back into regular contention again. It's going to be a tough climb here, but Nats, buckle, Nats fans, buckle in for the ride. We know it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of young players coming to this team. For me, it's optimistic, as I spoke about in this podcast. Um, it's optimism. That's how you have to look at it going forward. But just a big takeaway from this, and if you're a Nats fan, to feel positive that they do have K. Bear Ruiz under contract for eight years. The arrow is pointing up for this team. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. Once again, take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com. I'll talk to you next time.